Matt McClellan. My guest today is John F. Deeney, the author of Hunting in a Farmer's World. He's also the author of a weekly business column on his blog, a small business expert and a consultant. Welcome to the podcast, John. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. So, John's uh, new book, Hunting in a Farmer's World, uh, is something that really is a examines two different working styles. And, uh, John, did you want to tell me a little bit about the two different working styles you examine in the book and how they're different? Sure, Matt. Um, I mean, the, the book is a, is a bit of uh, justification for, for many entrepreneurs, especially those that go out and start their own businesses from scratch. Um, they're hunters. And for 10,000 years, they've been hunters, and we all have some hunting genes in us. But unfortunately, for so many small business owners, they read business books that are written by farmers. They're written by people that work in or study large corporations where they're on a cyclical business cycle, uh, everything is process-oriented, and I wrote the book because so many of the entrepreneurs I work with are frustrated by the fact that they really don't have an interest in building all these processes and this incremental improvement. They like to create new things. They like to be out there uh, selling or, or building new systems. And the, the whole farming approach to business, frankly, bores them to tears. And although although farmers are, are really important in the growing industry, farmers are critically important, obviously. Um, but uh, that was a little joke there. Um, <laughs> but you know the the hunting instincts that that lead people to be entrepreneurial, to go out and start their own businesses, uh, have very little to do with a desire to repeat the same thing over and over again, which is management. Management is incremental improvement. So. of all the new jobs, the hunters are still providing for a lot of other people. 
It's not the farming systems that do it. It's not the day-to-day management. It's the people that go out and start new things. And so I, I felt somebody had to write a book that said, that, that's okay. You know, <laughs> it's, not all, it's not all about management systems. You guys are doing the right thing. And you women, too. I mean, I, I use guys generically. But you, you, you're, doing, you're doing good things. And stop, stop beating yourself up because you're not running like General Electric. You're not supposed to. So, in in a typical business, uh, these the hunters, the people that are that are that are at the top in these type of situations, they're working with a lot of uh, of people that would be considered farmers. Uh, how how can these uh, two different styles, different types of, of people, work effectively together? Well, and, and what I what I emphasize in my speaking tour um, and more my speaking engagements that I, I really don't in the book. The book, the book lauds the hunters, the linear entrepreneurs that just set their eyes on a goal and go achieve it. And that was the purpose, what I described. When I, when I go out and speak, what I, what I make very, very plain is they need each other. Uh, hunters don't do well without farmers, and farmers don't do well without hunters. When a hunter goes out and creates something new, and they may be the people at the top of the organization, but you know you may have you may have an organization run by farmers. You may have an organization, certainly an engineering organization, uh, is is clearly farmer oriented. There are very few hunting engineers, uh, and there are plenty of other professions where the company is being run by farmers, but they need their hunters. They need their salespeople. They need their creative people. They need their R&D people, the people that are willing to take chances and do new things. You may not want to risk the company on it, but you need some creative spark somewhere in the organization. And it's the same thing with hunters. If you have an organization of all hunters who are just running around creating and, and trying to find new things to do, that organization isn't going to last very long. You need people that are going to put in the systems and who enjoy incremental improvement and the the cycle of improvement. You know, you, I mean, you know, you're a grower organization. You understand the agricultural cycle. Well, the agricultural cycle is the business cycle of today. You know, the 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 planning, budgeting, implementation, and measure the results cycle that is done in business on a 12-month on a basis has nothing to do with the needs of business. It's just inherited from agriculture. Right. Okay. You know, the, 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 the tilling, planting, you know, water, weed, and harvest is the exact same cycle, and of course it follows the calendar year because that is the growing cycle. But in, in big corporations, you know, we still use that same cycle. Millions and millions of people run their businesses on those cycles. And it has very little to do with what the business needs. You know, I, I work with plenty of people in, in the restaurant industry who run on a 13-month year because it makes more sense for them to have four weekends in every single month. Uh, I run, I work with distributors that run on four quarters, uh, again, to even out results so they can compare them from quarter to quarter and they pay very little attention to what week or what month uh, the quarter begins and ends in. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for everybody or it's right for everything, but they, but they do need each other. Um, you know, the, the creative hunter without somebody to put systems to it and make sure they're followed 
is going to run off the tracks. And the, the best farmer in the world who can do great processes really needs somebody with that spark of creativity to decide what the next thing is that we apply those processes to. So not only can they work together, they have to work together. They really need each other. Okay. So when a, a business manager, like a nursery grower, or whether that person's a hunter or a farmer, he has to manage folks uh, with the different two different types of personalities. Sure. Is it smarter to try to surround yourself with similar personalities uh, at the top, or should you try to embrace that diversity and and find someone to sort of be a counterpoint to you? For, when we're talking about uh, somebody that's running a business, I, I believe strongly that the second-in-command should be a counterpoint. should be somebody that looks at things differently than you. Um, so, so many uh, owners and CEOs I know uh, believe that their, their next in line, their second-in-command should be a mini-me. And that tends, that tends to just emphasize the gaps and the mistakes. Um, but really, I think it's more matching personalities to the job. And we all see it. You know, you've seen it, Matt. Anybody in business has seen it. The classic trying to move somebody from one to another. Uh, how many cases do we know of, of the best salesman in the company and they turn around and they make him the sales manager. And, and he's a terrible failure. Uh, because salesmen are hunters. Sales managers should have a lot more farming tendencies. It's their job to get everybody to comply with the system. And, you know, a, a true hunter doesn't want to do that. A true hunter wants to make it up as he goes along. Well, the sales manager can't make it up as he goes along. On the other hand, uh, controllers. Controllers are you know, by definition, a farming personality. You know, they're, they're detail-oriented, they're systems-oriented, they track things very, very carefully. And, you know, many companies say, well, he's a great controller, let's make him a chief financial officer. Well, chief financial officers are largely prognosticators. Their, their job is to look out, tell what the future is, decide new things that the company can do, you know, best uses of cash, things like that. And it's all, you know, CFO is a, is a much more futuristic job. And people are so disappointed when their controller fails at that because he's not futuristic. He's not goal-oriented. He's not a hunter. He's, he's a cyclical farmer. So match the personality and the job much more than just should it be this or should it be that. Um, you know, if I'm this, you should be that. I had a, I got a wonderful letter about the book from a, from a, uh, actually he's a Texan that, that has lived for the last couple decades in Brazil. And his name's John Kane Carter, and he's a, he's a real environmentalist. I mean, he has is, he is life threatened for his efforts to save the Amazon. And he's gotten, gotten tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of acres now uh, into sustainable farming because of his campaign down there. And he said he gave the book to his employees, and they read it, and without any guidance from him, they sat down with each other and said, well, Clearly, we see some of the problems. I'm a farmer, and this part of my job is hunting, and that's what I'm always bad at. 
and you're a hunter and this part of your job is farming and that's what you always neglect in your responsibilities. And they rearranged all, by themselves, rearranged all their job descriptions based upon their hunting or farming tendencies. He said, my company's never been nearly this productive. Everybody's just so happy doing what they're doing now. Wow. The book is available uh, from Amazon.com or from the, uh, the book's webpage as well, which is huntinginafarmersworld.com. Uh, you can find out more about John at his website, which is www.johnfdini.com, or follow him on Twitter at John F. Dini. John, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been a real pleasure. As you can tell, I'm a little evangelical about this, Matt, and I like talking about it. <laughs> and thanks again for listening to the Grower Radio Network. 